0: Good morning. It's Tuesday, November 14th. National Pickle Day. Sign me up. I love a pickle. It's weird that it's a whole day. I don't care. All that vinegar. it's like um, it's like a crunchy stick of vinegar and I'm in for all of it. And now the news Let's talk about the possible maybe could be consequences for actions. On Monday, the Supreme Court adopted their first code of ethics. Kind of. Now, before we get too excited, the policy does not appear to impose any significant new requirements, and it also leaves compliance up to the justice. It basically says that, hey, we already have our own, um, well, we're going to call it a vibe of ethics. And honestly, honestly, you thinking that people leaking decisions or going on private jets with people who have business before the courts, if you think that's anything other than highly ethical, then that's, you know, that's on you. That's a misunderstanding on your part. And if you think I'm exaggerating, this is literally what the court wrote. Quote, the absence of a code, however, has led in recent years to the misunderstanding that the justices of this court, unlike all the other jurists in this country, regard themselves as unrestricted by any ethics rules. To dispel this misunderstanding, we are issuing this code, which largely represents a codification of principles that we have long regarded as governing our conduct. Super cool court. We love being gaslit by legalese. Always cool, you know? The investigation into New York City Mayor Eric Adams got a boost last week as FBI agents seized at least two cell phones and an iPad from the mayor. As a reminder, the investigation is into whether weeks before his election in 2021, Adams pressured New York Fire Department officials to sign off on the Turkish government's new high-rise consulate in the city, even though, according to three people familiar with the matter, there were significant safety concerns about the building. And that is a part of a bigger investigation into whether the Adams campaign conspired with the Turkish government to funnel money into that campaign which is, um, you know, not, not legal. Famously illegal, actually. Little boy Bragg, that's a new nickname for Trump Jr. I don't know if I like it, but I liked it when I wrote it. Took the stand for the New York money crimes case defense on Monday. In addition to calling his dad a, quote, artist and visionary, sure, he joked about the classic crime of perjury. Literally, when he was welcomed back to the stand by the judge, who did so because he needed to give the court reporter time to catch up from writing what Trump Jr said because Trump Jr was talking so fast which I'm sure is just a totally naturally occurring speed for him. So the judge said, "Hey, welcome back." And <laughs> Trump Jr told the judge, "Quote, I'd say it's nice to be here, but I have a feeling the attorney general would sue me for perjury." I mean, sick burn, honestly. My personal favorite moment was when he said that the future of Trump org may depend on the 2024 election, quote, will probably be put on hold for a little while and sued into oblivion for the foreseeable future. Yeah, but probably, if I had to guess, um, if you stop doing money crimes, you might stop getting sued for money crimes. Tricky that, huh? Eric Trump and the former president are likely to be called up again as well. As intense earthquake swarms in a coastal Iceland town continue, the country has issued a state of emergency and evacuated the 3,400-person town ahead of the significant likelihood that the city's volcano may erupt in the next few days. So just a heads up. Secret Service agents assigned to the president's granddaughter, Naomi Biden, had to open fire on Sunday night after three people tried to carjack an unmarked secret service vehicle. The car was parked and unoccupied at the time and no one was struck by the guns. It does not appear that the carjackers knew it was her car. And that's why there's that very famous saying, which does apply to anything but is oddly specifically applied here. And that's never carjack because you never know if it's the unmarked secret service vehicle of the president's granddaughter. Classic saying. Oh, you know what? I almost forgot to tell you. This is real. I did almost forget. I kept forgetting about this all day. It's not even in the script right now. Tim Scott. Remember that Tim Scott was running for president? Um, He has canceled his campaign. So (laughs) for all you Tim Scott fans out there, um, I'm sure this is super shocking information because remember how in the debate, he definitely. uh, Well, he was on stage, so, you know, Anyway, he has stepped out of the race. Um, The best part about it, the best part about it is in the article that will be in show notes. He says, quote, I think the voters who are the most remarkable people on the planet have been really clear that they're telling me not now, Tim. (laughs) First of all, the most remarkable people on the planet. Stop sucking up to voters. You already dropped out of the race. And the not now, Tim, is the best part. Anyway, Um, Tim Scott no longer the running for president arson appears to have been the cause of the Los Angeles 10 freeway fire per governor Newsom, though he did not say any suspects or people of interest have been named 300,000 people use that section of the freeway every day. And the crush of traffic caused by the closure is expected to be felt all over Los Angeles, as well as down into Long Beach. So way to go, arsonist. You made traffic in Los Angeles. Unimpressive. Don't do that crime. That's a bad crime. And finally, listen, I wasn't going to talk about this because I felt like if I did, I would just continue to talk about it forever and then it would become my whole personality, which it kind of is, but, you know, now other news organizations are covering it. And as someone who has found literally any possible way to mention Hannah Waddingham or Ted Lasso, In an episode, if there's like the Vegas connection, uh, it feels weird now that I haven't mentioned it. So I'm going to mention it here. Over the weekend, the charity Steps of Faith had their annual benefit concert hosted by Jason Sudeikis and friends. This year, those friends included Hannah Waddingham, who has pipes, which, duh, we stay knowing, But Sudeikis and Waddingham covered Shallow, a song that, I'm not kidding, I somehow missed hearing in its entirety during the whole Star is Born madness, which means the first time I heard the song in its entirety was over the weekend and then into Monday, and then I assume in perpetuity, and the version was their duet. That's kind of the only way I ever want to hear it. It was so good. So good. Anyway, the point is, the duet is getting a lot of coverage, as it should, and I don't really have much to add here without making it weird, I'm just saying. It's some great chemistry, is all I'm saying, and, and it sounded nice, but I did put a link to the event in show notes because the organization, Steps of Faith, raises money to help un- or underinsured amputees get prosthetic limbs, which is a really excellent cause, and so if you've seen links to say, like, you gotta see this Ted Lasso reunion duet, um, watch it, sure, but then also make sure you go check out Steps of Faith. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of nonprofits. Cough Sounds, Cough Sounds, www.raisingvoters.org is where you can find mine. Cough Sounds, Cough Sounds, really subtle. Good job, Kim. Oh, we stay proud of Ted Lasso. And like, whatever, pfft, whatever. Wouldn't it be wild if between all the press for this duet and also Hannah Waddingham's Apple TV produced Christmas special coming out next week somehow got Apple to finally announce a spinoff or a second Christmas special or season four or literally anything, whatever. That'd be so, that'd be so neat and fine and normal. We'd be normal about it. Also pickles. (laughs) You know what? I just remembered. I met a cat named pickles once, just a kitten. So cute. Hey, more than that though, because you've got a bite, but it keeps things fun. I'm proud of you.